All right. This is going to be uncomfortable. Um, I've got to speak for about half an hour, 40 minutes or so uh, by myself. Max is not here at the moment. And the reason I have to do this is because we fucked up. We fucked up the recording of the last one by, uh, I mean, convoluted audio reasons. Uh, we lost about an hour, an hour and a half of uh, of what we were chatting about. So what you're going to get is you're going to get a very truncated episode preceded by this, by about half an hour of me just chatting into the fucking ether. So... <sighs> You know, imagine the average quality of uh, poor quality podcasts and then have it. And then that's what you're going to get now um, for a little while. It feels absolutely fucking mental talking into a uh, talking into a machine by yourself for an audience who doesn't exist yet. Absolutely fucking crazy. I, I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people find themselves entertaining enough to, to sustain something like this you know there's podcasters who are just on their own don't fucking get it man don't fucking get it um yeah what could i talk about then um i guess i could talk a little bit about the the, the new direction that the poor quality podcast is going to go into uh starting soon that was a topic of discussion that we had uh which got lost in the recording where we were kind of figuring out what we're going to do with it, uh, how we're going to how we're going to progress and how we're going to expand. Because after all, what's the point in doing a podcast if you're not going to try and expand and try and reach a new audience, you know, and all of that fucking shit. No, we're not really trying to expand, but we are considering going in a little bit of a different direction, mainly because I think we're, uh, yeah, I think we're a little bit sick of each other, uh, sick of ourselves, really. And if we're grown sick of hearing ourselves speak, then I can only imagine that anyone who might be listening is probably growing a little tired of it too. So we were talking about how maybe we're going to move in a little bit more of an interview type style, like get more guests on, um, you know, talk to these, uh, these fascinating, wonderful marginal figures that we know and, uh, really get them in an informal setting to talk about their progress, you know, their process and their fucking work and, you know, show how down to earth they are and how funny and witty they are, and <laughs> as if, um, as if our friends are not especially down to earth to begin with. It's not like we're fucking Mark Maron getting President Obama on to talk about you know the favorite hip hop songs that he likes or whatever. Um, no, but I think we will do that. I think we we got a few people who I we find anyway genuinely interesting and I think other people would as well if only they knew about them. Uh so I think we're going to do that starting maybe with uh with Brandon Slezak who makes genuinely unusual art. Well I, I mean I don't want to say art like if you hear someone say oh here's some genuinely unusual art you're fucking expecting a canvas with some coffee stains and a fucking condom on it or whatever. No, I mean Entertainment is probably a better word for what Brandon does. He he makes very unusual entertainment that you're not gonna you're not gonna find elsewhere. And uh, his overall worldview and perspective on things is uh, pretty interesting to me, anyway. And I think he's a good sort. He's a good sort, and he's much better on um, much better on uh, much better at speaking. You know, he's much better at speaking than I am. I I, I stumble over my words all the time, especially if I'm sober. I have, I have two different. Um, I kind of have two different modes of fucking up speech. I'm either sober like now, so I kind of just stumble over things and 
I'm not particularly eloquent, can't get the right words, can't uh, phrase things in the right way, can't articulate my thoughts. Or I'm drunk, in which case I'm a little bit better at accessing those thoughts, but I'm slurring my way through them and getting too aggressive about them. Um, not much of a middle ground with me. Uh, whereas Brandon, I think, is naturally he's naturally a good host and probably naturally a good guest too. So I think we're going to get him on, get a few other people that we know on. Um, I think my wife would be an interesting one to at least talk about her life story, uh, whether or not she was particularly interesting when she did turn up on this podcast. That's probably because most of the time Max was talking about soda or whatever and, you know, what are you going to do with that? But she's an interesting interesting lass. And uh, who else? I don't know. We could try and get Zombie Joe on, I suppose, if you want a surreal kind of episode. Um, yeah, a few people like that. That's probably where we're going to start heading, you know, towards. We don't have that much to fucking... Don't have that much to talk about. Otherwise... Um, you know, it'll just be Max repeating the same bits and me giving withering responses to them. And there's only so much of that you can take, right? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so, yeah. All right. That's about that's about five minutes explaining roughly what you missed from that <laughs> from that recording. Um, that's the important stuff anyway. Now what? Now I just got to fill some fucking time, right? I just got to speak kind of a stream of consciousness style because uh, i certainly haven't gotten anything written down i haven't got like a, a plan for this so i'm just gonna have to talk uh try and entertain i mean if i can't even entertain myself how am i meant to entertain all of you fuckers right um yeah i really don't have anything to, i don't do anything anymore i don't like my social life's pretty much gone now that i moved up here i'm far away i only really get to go down into town if um if I've got something relatively important to do. So, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm also, I'm, I'm not really, I'm less extremely online than I used to be as well. I, I, never, I was never extremely online, but I'm now trying to become more of an extremely offline guy. And that's been a sort of slow, slow progression into distancing myself a little bit from social media and all of that because i have i have accounts on you know i got a facebook account got an instagram account got a twitter account that i never i don't really post on any of them but i have them to keep up with other people who i feel like i'm supposed to be keeping up with or need to i originally justified keeping the accounts because i had uh friends who don't live near me or live in other countries or the other side of the world or whatever the fuck and for some reason, I assumed that this was the only way to keep in touch with them. Whereas, you know, I very rarely find myself looking up what they're doing, and I'm sure they're not looking up what I'm doing. And even if they were, there's not much to tell anyway. I don't, I don't really post on any of those things anymore. And um, I, it's all just uh, starting to frustrate me a little bit more than anything else. I don't like, uh, kind of don't like what it does to people. I don't think it's particularly good for my mental health <laughs> or my comfort to be aimlessly and absentmindedly kind of scrolling through all of this shit, uh, Instagram stories, the Facebook feed and all of that, seeing people getting into fucking fights on Twitter. I mean, yeah, it can't be good for me. I'm, I'm not going to talk about whether it's good for anyone else or anyone who's actively involved in that, but just passively uh, taking all of that in. I mean, it, it can't be good. It, ma it makes me like people less and, um, uh, you know, there's not, I don't think, that much 
I don't think there's much of a lower level of liking people that, <laughs> that I could stoop to. You know, I as it is, I'm um, I'm a fairly hard to please fellow. So I think seeing that kind of stuff, even people who I get on really well with in in person, when I see them kind of losing their dignity or, or you know removing their own dignity by acting some ways online, it it doesn't help matters. You know. <coughs> Oh, fuck, excuse me. I need to have a little, little drink of water. See, this is why it's good to have mats for us, because I can just move the mic away and then take a little sip of something and then um, carry on, having, you know, sort of half listened to whatever he was saying about Cheez-Its. And, um, yeah, no, now you're just going to have to listen to me. Excuse me. I'm going to move the mic away. I'll never, ever, ever drink loudly on the podcast, because that would drive me crazy as a listener. All right, one second. All right. All right. Back in action. So, yeah, becoming extremely offline. I don't like, uh, I don't really like social media anymore. And, um, you know, I guess there's other reasons. I mean, the only other reasons that I keep those things around is because you've kind of, everything is so connected to it. Like, you know, I can't get into my Spotify without logging into my Facebook. So if I lost my Facebook, then I have to find another. You know, I'd have to go on the fucking website and change the settings and all of that. And yeah, yeah, partly laziness on my part. I suppose I could just opt not to check social media anymore. I could keep the keep the accounts and just never check it. But that doesn't feel quite final enough. You know, it doesn't feel quite final enough, uh, if that makes any sense at all. And also, I don't have that much willpower. I I only check social media out of pure absent mindedness. Um, just gives me something to something to kind of fiddle with. I mean, it's a form of, I would imagine, a culturally induced kind of ADD that I think a lot of people have now with, uh, you know, tabbed browsing and then you've got your Instagram stories, Facebook feeds and all of that. And uh, I guess you're not really paying attention to any one thing for more than about 10 seconds. And yeah, it makes sense to me that that would involve, that would induce some kind of, some kind of, uh, mental process anyway that's a little bit similar to some kind of attention deficit disorder right um i I don't fucking quote me on that i don't know if that's true i've just observed it in myself i find it a lot harder to focus on one thing now because i know that there are tabs and fucking worlds and all kinds of things that i could (laughs) go and do instead at any given point so i find it harder to focus now and i've noticed that in other people and i've noticed that in well, we we've got a you know we got a daughter now we got a four month old daughter and she, you know sometimes unfortunately it is preferable to kind of just sit her in front of the TV for a bit because it keeps her occupied while you do something else you know it keeps her occupied with the bright colors and loud noises and all of that and um, I looked into it and apparently that's a really bad idea apparently you're not really meant to do that because it can lead to higher instances of um adhd and stuff like that in the future so at first i was like oh fuck maybe we shouldn't be doing this but then i i kind of thought about it i'm like i think that's just gonna be the norm now i think everyone is gonna have some kind of some form of culturally induced add because yeah because that's that's what we're choosing to (laughs) that's what we're choosing to do with our lives now and um you know Oh, fuck. I, I'm sounding like a fucking Black Mirror episode here. You know, I'm not, I'm really not, I'm not even anti-technology or anything like that, but I do think, I do think instead of kind of sleepwalking into these, um, 
into these patterns. I mean, there's the privacy issue, uh, privacy issue as well. You know, the what they're what these big companies are doing with your information and your your private data and all of that. Um, I don't particularly care about that. I've I've kind of assumed that that's happening anyway. Uh, with anything online that you do, I assume that someone has access to it. Uh, some company or whatever the police. I don't know. But I always assume that, so that doesn't particularly surprise me or bother me when you see stories about how Google's, you know, tracking your searches and advertising to you based on them. It's like, yeah, I kind of assumed that was happening anyway. So that doesn't particularly bother me, but I think in general, maybe we're, instead of Black Mirror-type dystopia, you know, we're we're kind of just uh, sleepwalking into it a little bit. We're letting ourselves... um, we're kind of letting ourselves not only be taken advantage, we're not being taken advantage of really. It's more, um, we're letting our own vulnerabilities and kind of weaknesses be exploited in the name of convenience. And, uh, honestly, I, yeah, I get it. Like a lot of these things are really convenient because they've been made to be convenient. But truth is we were doing just fine in the nineties and the fucking early two thousands. I don't think anyone was complaining particularly about not having some of the things that we have now. Um, I don't think there were things that we necessarily needed, but, uh, and maybe, maybe or maybe not they're, uh, they're not beneficial in the long run. I don't know. I, I don't fucking know about any of this. And I sound like one of those fucking finger waggy judgmental pricks. Really what it comes down to is I'm just sick of like looking at, exposing myself to other people's fucking nonsense all the time and that's probably my main reason for getting off social media i don't want to don't want to fucking uh i don't want to make it sound like it's any grander a stand than that it's really not i'm just fucking i'm just a bit sick of it i've only got a small i've only ever had a small friends list on facebook and all of that i've uh, maybe a hundred or so people and they're all people that i know and have met and that would you know talk to me in public and that i would talk to in public but even with that very small, comparatively small friend list, I'm still finding myself just getting pissed off and rolling my eyes all the time and just being a bit of a moody cunt. And I don't need to be any more of a moody cunt than I already am. So, yeah, that's a decision for me to make, I think. Uh, it's, it's causing, like, I mean, you know, I, uh, it caused a little bit, of, uh, little bit of trouble between me and my wife because I sort of stopped. I wasn't posting any photos or anything on Instagram for ages. And uh, when our daughter was born, you know, I think she got a little upset that I wasn't posting photos of her and all that. And honestly, it's not only that I don't really post anything in general, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm a little reticent to post photos of someone publicly when, <laughs> when I don't have their consent to do so, you know what I mean? Like, it's not as if she's posing or knowingly posing for a photo with me or or by herself or whatever. She, she doesn't even know what a fucking photo is and she doesn't know what the internet is and she doesn't have, certainly doesn't have any, uh, any idea of how long those photos can exist for. And it's not like they're incriminating photos or anything like that. But I feel like, you know, my parents, luckily I grew up in a time where you know, digital photography wasn't that big and certainly not everyone had a, well, certainly no one had a phone on their camera that they could whip out, a phone on their camera, a camera on their phone that they could whip out at any given point and film whatever you were doing. So I'm lucky in that regard, but there is still a ton of uh, camcorder footage and uh, photographic evidence of me being a kid. And it's it almost feels a little bit, having that stuff brought up now, it almost feels a bit like someone got photos of you when you were drunk. 
you know, or a video of you when you were drunk doing something stupid that you weren't really in, uh, weren't really in control of. Uh, that's kind of what it feels like. Being a being a kid is kind of like being drunk. It's not really you, you know. It's not you. So watching a video of me dancing to fucking Michael Jackson when I was seven or eight, wearing these stupid little leather pants that that I got. <sighs> You know, I I don't want that really to exist in the in any kind of public setting because that's it's not me, and I feel like and I feel like I I was uh, I was duped into that footage existing. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm a little bit extreme in that regard, but I'm also that that's mainly my reason for not wanting to you know share too many too many photos of my daughter around. Is like I feel like that kind of should be her choice and. Um, you know, she might grow up to be a person who really, really resents the idea that there were photos of her naked in the bath on uh, as a, as a baby, or you know, photos of her dressed up in some silly kind of costume um, for for adults' enjoyment, viewing pleasure. You know, you don't know. Or she might grow up to really want those photos. I don't know. I think it's perfectly fine to take them uh, if you must. You know, like take those photos, keep them safe, and keep them private. And then uh, maybe when she's older, she'll get some enjoyment out of them. But I don't think there's any enjoyment really to be had in knowing that before you even knew what you were, before you even knew you were really born, um, potentially thousands of people are seeing photos of you in compromising situations, right? That's why I would describe a compromising situation. If you got a photo of an adult, you know, naked in the bath, fucking like grinning, that's probably not a photo that they'd want seen by that many people. So I don't know. Maybe I'm probably being oversensitive, but that's just based on my own um, my own personal views and and my personal horror at seeing photos of me when I was younger and videos of me when I was younger. Which of course my parents will break out to anyone who anyone who comes by the house. Uh, if they come by enough times, my parents will start insisting that they watch these fucking. Uh, really humiliating videos of me when I was younger, and that seems to be a common thing among parents. So, like, ah, yep, let's get him, let's make him look stupid in front of this girl he's trying to impress, or you know, this friend who knows him as an adult. Let's let's show that friend one idiot he used to be. I don't get it. If you loved your kids, I, I don't really understand why you would do that. But maybe, maybe that's just me. Anyway, how long? Oh God, it's only been fucking eighteen minutes, no? Jesus. How much longer do I have to... I, I could never do a podcast like this. I could never do a podcast on my own. I, it feels like I'm going insane. It feels like I'm in solitary confinement in some way or on an island and uh, this is the only way I have to, you know, <laughs> to keep myself company. Like I have, maybe I should get like a little fucking football and put it on the chair over there, put a bloody handprint on it, start talking to that fucking thing. No. Um, ah, no. What else? What else, lads? Um... Fuck, I don't know. I saw I, I saw a movie. It was kind of shite. Not much to say about that. Um, I don't know. Actually, speaking a little bit, speaking a little bit about my childhood, right, and uh, how I'm kind of ashamed of some of those things. I was. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast before, but I was a huge James Bond fan when I was about seven, eight, nine. Uh, really, really into it, and would dress up in little suits and carry a carry a fake gun with me wherever I went and um yeah basically try and be James Bond and I uh 
I recently, I can't remember what prompted it, but recently started watching some of the James Bond films again, some of the old ones, some of the Sean Connery ones, some of the Roger Moores. And, uh, yeah, my wife kind of joined in and we were watching Diamonds Are Forever, which is one of the worst James Bond films, but it's kind of funny in how utterly bizarre it is. Because it's the one that he did when he, this is really going to bore people, but... Sean Connery left. He kind of stormed out of James Bond after You Only Live Twice. And then they did another one with George Lazenby, uh, which is famously the only one that he did. And it's actually not a bad film, but he certainly wasn't respected very much as a Bond. He'd probably bottom every list that you get of who are the best Bonds. But then they brought Sean Connery back. They paid him like an insane amount and brought him back for one more called Diamonds Are Forever. And he's like phoning it in like crazy. And he's also looking a little bit old and a little bit haggard by this point and the plot is completely fucking inane but one thing that kind of fascinated me about it was that i hadn't noticed when i was a kid that it has two of the villains um two of the villains are i i I, again i didn't this didn't register to me when i was a kid but two of the villains are possibly some of the most like offensive homosexual uh stereotypes (laughs) Uh, there's a bit that that it's a couple, like a couple of these two guys who are quite clearly gay together. And, uh, I think one of them comments at one point that one of the Bond girls is quite pretty. And then the other one's staring daggers at him and he has to say, you know, for a woman. And the other guy is just staring at him, like giving him evils. So, and they hold hands at some points and, you know, they're definitely meant to be a gay couple of villains. At one point towards the end, when they're getting defeated by James Bond, he kind of like pulls his... I, I don't remember exactly what happens, but he sort of pulls the pulls one of the gay guy's hands between his legs and kind of gives him what looks like a sort of wedgie. He like basically straps a bomb to him through between his legs and the, and the villain's going, ooh, ooh, like that. Fucking hell, man. My wife and I were pissing ourselves. It's really, really out of order. But, I mean, I'm sure it's pretty far from the only thing in, in, in old Bond movies that hasn't aged particularly well. There's a bit where he sort of chokes out a girl with her own bikini uh, top in Diamonds Are Forever as well, which is pretty great. I think he just like, casually sort of backhands the, his love interest in that and all. Yeah, it doesn't age, uh, <laughs> doesn't age particularly well, but... There you go. What are you going to do? I loved it when I was a kid, and who knows if that maybe informed some of my uh, some of my later opinions in some way or other. You know those thoughts that you get in your head that you can't get rid of, no matter how wrong you know they are, you know, and just can't fucking get them to shut up? That's got to come from somewhere, and I think in my case, maybe that came from James Bond, and uh, I think generally just watching a lot of out-of-date kind of movies, you know, old movies, uh, Spartacus certainly has a few things in it which are a little dodgy and uh yeah it is kind of funny to think i wonder how i wonder how comparatively antiquated my views are just because of the uh just because of the movies i was watching fun to think fun to think anyway um all right i'm I'm fucking done here right 23 minutes that's good so what you're going to get now is a shortened version of uh, the last recording we did. Then we it cut off for stupid, dull audio reasons. And um, yeah, that's what you're going to get. We're mostly talking about a school concert, a concert from my old school that I found online 
uh, which is, oh, and it's fucking terrible. I might even drop in some audio of it at the end. All right, lads, uh, that's fine. I'm done. Bye-bye. Enjoy it. So yeah, I feel like um, I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about something that occurred to me today. Because if I don't talk about it now, I never will. But it's quite funny. So it's also you know the other week you were talking about how we should do a retrospective on one of our old podcasts. Well, fuck yeah! Well, something occurred to me today that is similar. It's like a part two to a, po- a very early podcast that we did where we're talking about uh, school concerts. You know, like chorus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Friendship is my friend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like episode fifth. five. Oh well, wow. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, something like that happened to me today. Well, not something like that. Point is, I was looking specifically for a hymn concert, not him, the band, a uh, hymnal concert. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought co- I thought you meant him. Yeah, the I'm not saying it very well, am I? Um. Yeah, no, a, like a chorus concert from mm-hmm. my school where they sang hymns because I wanted to use that for something else because uh, I know that it was always a bit janky because in a school where everyone's singing hymns, uh, maybe 10% of them are actually decent singers and the rest mm-hmm. are fucking awful. Yeah. So you have this horrible cacophony of noise. It doesn't yeah. sound professional at all. That's kind of what I wanted. But anyway, I so I typed in my school's name and, uh, you know, concert or something like that. Yeah. And didn't find that, but what I did find was the house music competition from last year, from 2018, at the school that I went to, the the posh old boys school. Okay. Yeah, and it just brought back memories of uh, the time that I was in one of those. Now, first things first, I don't know if I'll put a link up, because I'm not sure if I really want people knowing what school I went to, but it's fucking great. The the 2018 (laughs) one, it's so good. Because first of all, we um, we had houses. Right, we had school yeah. houses, so yeah. it was like a, ha- a house competition. So first of all, this fucking posh British boarding school doesn't realize that house music is actually a genre. So in between each performance, it just has this big, <laughs> you know, big kind of like acidy Windows Media Player visualization that says house music on it. Oh and, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry. So wait. So this is a. I'm just confused. Is this a competition for people who make house music, like dance no, music? No. That's what. If you were listening, that's what I was about to say. Was the it's the how we had schoolhouses. Yes. So in between, in between performances, they have a big caption up that says house music, right? Yeah. And then you go, oh, is it about house music? No. I'm saying that that was the mistake they made. But that's what I don't understand. How could they have possibly made that mistake? Did they outsource the graphic design? No. I'm saying they made that mistake because they're a posh British boarding school that doesn't know <laughs> doesn't guess, know that house music exists. So Rachel walked yeah. in while I was watching it, and in between performances, it has this like you know big card with like this acidy fucking visualization. It says house music on it because it's the house music competition. <laughs> That and she goes, rules. oh, they're, they're doing house music? I was like, no. <laughs> well, you now I understand the confusion they felt. I probably would have made the same mistake. I don't think they... No, they just didn't realize that house music was a thing. Okay, go on. But yeah, it's fucking fantastic. So you have, first of all, if I remember it correctly from my time there, you would kind of be prescribed songs or you'd maybe get together and like all decide on one. And if you can imagine the kind of shit that they were coming up with, it's like... You know, 
all the typical stuff that you would get for like um acapella bands so god only knows a lion king uh the lion sleeps tonight performance which is fucking fascinating because they've clearly gotten the fucking banter and memes lads to do the chorus part (laughs) so they got you know some instruments and someone doing the main vocals you know in the jungle yeah then they have these fucking banter lads and you can spot just by the way they look you know the big chin and big teeth and like floppy (laughs) curly hair and they're just going like 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 a fucking they're like grinning and they're singing it like a like a football chant you know yeah yeah uh, <laughs> in the jungle, the mighty day, right? And they look so fucking pleased. Oh, with themselves. mate, you won't believe. Yeah, <laughs> you'll never believe it. We completely <laughs> nailed it. We only nailed it, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> we only. I love that. Only that's a big banter. We only went and nailed it. Thing. Yeah, he only went and fingered a coat with MS. Well, that's really that's really frustrating to see because yeah. again, it's just uh, the the one thing about looking at it, I left that school in two thousand six, right? Um, looking back at them now in twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. they might as well be from the same era. Like they they don't look any different. The hair hasn't changed. They mm-hmm. they look exactly the same. And the kind of banter lads that I'm talking about, the you know the rugger buggers, yeah, uh, <laughs> they look exactly the same as the ones i was growing up with it's kind of right. insane um and they're acting the same way too you know if george uttered out <laughs> but for some reason whoever's doing the main the lead vocals on that one is dressed like a lion oh yeah they I, I don't know who it was but <laughs> they've uh, dressed them up like a lion to sing um <laughs> Sing the lead vocals, right? And they had like a theater in the school, you know. Like, this is this is a pro shot. This isn't just someone with a camcorder. This is like a pro shot soundboard m- recording. Like shit, yeah, it's, yeah. It's pretty pretty advanced. Um, certainly, thankfully, they didn't have that when I was back there doing it. But <laughs> picturing what? just picturing all the different people that had to come together to make this. Um, I mean, that's the saddest thing because that school, you know, it, it did. It was like a gifted fucking kids yeah. school, like hard entrance exam. And, and also, like that. why? <laughs> like they do it. I think it's partly to justify the cost of the school. They have to show that the oh, we're, and we excel in music, obviously too. So yeah. you have like you know the very few Asian kids who are at that school are really yeah. ace at violin, or they're sure. like really good sure. at some kind of orchestral instrument. And then yeah. you have you know like the nerdy fucking like squash Jesse Plemons looking kids with glasses, yeah, playing piano, and they're yeah. usually all right at it too. And then every now and then you get like some killer guitarist yeah. who really, really wants to show it, but they've turned his guitar down, um, presumably, so that everyone gets equal, you know, the equal like, attention. The principal's yeah. like, it's a bit loud, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> it's a bit much. I mean, that, that school, when he went there, they give you a code of conduct, like a little book. Oh, Literally a code of conduct which told you what you can and can't do, and it was stuff like your hair can't be touching your color. Oh you know, my you have God, to cut dude. it. Uh, certainly no piercings or anything like that. The banter lads always keeping it a quarter of an inch above their collar. Oh. <laughs> just about. It's just about. <laughs> I only. Yeah. I'm only skirting the rules. <laughs> by, yeah, by, by a fucking thread. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, I love those guys. I've never met the banter them. lads. Yeah. Oh my God. I. <laughs> Just, I imagine I, you wouldn't. Know, I imagine you didn't love him when you had to be around him. No, I might throw in some audio from this uh, at, oh, the, at the end. Do, here, yeah, it's not quite the same if you can't see the fucking guns. But <laughs> so, the, so there was that one. Them doing Lion King, and then uh, there was one doing Sweet Child of Mine. 
Oh, what? No. Are there even vocals in that song? I mean, I guess there are. Yes. But, I mean, in, yes. The, okay, in the song yes. Sweet Child of Mine, are there vocals? Yes, yeah, I guess there, there are. are. There are lyrics as well. But the main thing people remember about is the guitar. Yeah. yeah. All right. So they decided to forego the guitar part and do it with a violin instead. Oh, okay. That's so they're doing it. Well, you say it's pretty interesting. I think it's pretty fucking basic. It's like <laughs> the kind of thing you'd see in a commercial, you know, like, yeah. a, like a fucking... Sounds like a MIDI ringtone for a start. Yeah, it's and advertising then, Target back to school deals. Yeah, you yeah. know, you, you don't want to use the original or whatever, so yeah, you get an orchestral version of it. So they had a you know, piano, a couple of string instruments, and the drums, and uh, and a vocalist. Now, is the thing. If you're singing the song Sweet Child of Mine, and think about those lyrics, you know, what's the worst kind of speech impediment you could have? Oh, oh, sweet child. There you go. There you go. The guy had a fucking ghastly lisp. Yeah, and it's just really unfortunate, dude. Like, yeah, you can tell that he knows that he's fucking bombing it. Yeah, he sounds like Sylvester the Cat. Yeah, because it's not just the chorus. It's um, you know, there are a lot. There's a lot of sibilance in the (laughs) in the verses as well. (laughs) Again, it's funny. He's got this little Nazi haircut. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, Yeah. And then what else? They had like they had someone doing uh, like a Michael Jackson medley, right? So the, again, like Are a whole they dancing band to it or singing it, both. Oh, good. Yeah, thank God. But they got so they had a band, and then they had like I guess backing singers. So it's just these three more banter lads uh, doing like choreography, which is fucking ghastly too. But mm-hmm. the kid they got to sing it was a kid. This school was from thirteen to eighteen. This kid must have been on the fucking lower end of thirteen. So, you know, it's uh, it's exactly what you'd expect. Um, you got a pretty bad rendition of uh, Michael Jackson's, I don't know, fucking Smooth Criminal or Beat It. I think Beat It was the one they were leading with. And mm-hmm. then suddenly you got, you better run, you better get what you can. His <laughs> <laughs> little, uh, little British voice and he, yeah, he's shitting himself too. And he's, he just forgets some lyrics and he doesn't. Yeah. I was like, God, yeah, I'm glad that none of this was filmed when I was doing it because I did one too. What'd you do? Well, you were forced to. You had to. You didn't have a choice. So I did it in 2003 or 2004 or something. Mm -hmm. I was 13, my first year there. And it was done by house, right? So each year in each house, right? And in my house, for some reason, everyone was a guitarist. That was like the only musical talent that any of us had Mm. was that everyone played guitar or wanted to anyway. And so we we got given, I think they thought it would be cool to do a current song. And at the time, a current song was, I Believe in a Thing Called Love by The Darkness. Oh if you God. remember that song. Oh, yeah. I Believe in a Thing Called Love. Just let it around my heart. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, uh, we didn't have anyone to sing it. Uh, we couldn't find anyone to sing it. So we settled on doing an instrumental version of I Believe in a Thing of Called Love. Of the vocal line? No, an instrumental version of the whole song. No, I know, but I mean, like, was someone playing lead guitar imitating the notes that the vocalist would hit? No. So you're just no playing one's ever done the that. backing track. Yeah, we were just playing the music. Christ. But we didn't have a vocalist. Fucking dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the other thing is the, you know, that I, I believe the makeup of the darkness is a typical five piece, right? You have two guitarists and a bassist, then a drummer and then a yeah. vocalist, right? Um, but because we had so many guitarists, I think there ended up being four guitarists on stage. Oh yeah, one bassist and one drummer. That's the right. Yeah, <laughs> that's correct. There's the thing. That you song, nailed it. So that song's pretty, pretty easy and pretty boring. Um, really? Yeah. For the for the verse, mm. you know, for the the basic, the verse and the chorus are pretty easy. But it has no fewer than three guitar solos in it. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I was the only one who learned the second one, the, which is the longest one towards the end. Um, and yet I was... So I, I knew that, and I probably played, I probably sucked at it, but I knew it at least. Um, but one other guy who was kind of like Eric Cartman-ish, like just this mm-hmm. fat kid who uh, was just really arrogant and yeah. terrible at guitar, um, he decided that he had to go in on the solo as well. So again, how stupid is that that you're both playing the same solo? Even if we were I both really that. good at it, I love it. Yeah, he was like, "Well, I got to do it as well." So yeah, we were, yeah. And then the performance day comes, we do it, and he instantly fucks up the solo. But he doesn't just play. He doesn't just uh, you know improvise. He fucking he said he just goes oh, and like puts his hand to his mm-hmm. head and starts stumbling around. And as he stumbles, the guitar is hitting his. Um, hitting his thighs and making noise because it's an electric guitar. And if you hit the back of an electric guitar, it kind of rings out. Yeah. So he's just stumbling around going, oh my God, I fucked up the solo. While I'm trying to fucking, (laughs) still trying to do it. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. I I love that absolute meltdown in the middle of a solo. Yeah. It wasn't in the middle. It was was right at the beginning. (laughs) Right? I think he fucked up the first. One wrong note, he goes, fuck. It literally starts with a bend. It starts with a like that and uh i think he fucked that up and yeah. then tried very briefly to get back on track and completely <laughs> just started up and stumbling around the like, stage with his hand on his head like Aww. that and then when he got off stage he started blaming it on on like the amps you know it's like dude it wasn't a fucking amps. you just don't know how to play the fucking solo that's right. why you, you weren't gonna do it you know <laughs> someone else knew how to play the second solo i knew yeah. how to play, uh sorry the the one in the middle i knew how to play the ending one and he just decided well obviously i need to too first of all it sounds bad enough when you have I think four guitars playing the same thing <laughs> on stage, which is what most of it was. Not even a harmony. They're just no. all doing the same thing. No, it was just four guitars playing these very simple yeah. chords and then occasionally doing a solo. And then, yeah, he completely balls that one up. So that I think that was my first ever live performance. <laughs> and yeah, it went terribly. I mean, that rules, yeah. to be honest. I, I don't know. Um, that's... Fuck, dude! I never, I don't remember shit at the talent shows at my school. We called them talent shows, not house music. Well, whatever. this is called a music competition because it was mm-hmm. only music. You know, it wasn't really. Oh uh, yeah, mine. You, you can get do... up there and do like ventriloquism as great as that <laughs> would mean. Mind oh, mate, did you ever? <laughs> <laughs> oh, little... I've only got my end up your bum. He's got a little gollywog, you know. Yeah. Fucking... Oh yeah, he's going for it. <laughs> Some kind he's of relic really... of the. He's really. This is my mum's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I fucking hated that school so much. Oh, my God. Well, no, so we had a talent show, but we didn't really do shit. So mostly, I mean, our school had much less talent than yours. We didn't have one guitarist, let alone seven, who could play the same solo by the darkness at the same time. Uh, that's not, I said the opposite of that, I, didn't yeah, I? Sure, yeah. but <laughs> I was, who at least thought they could. No, we had, we had but, a bunch of people in one year who yeah. just thought that they were guitarists. Yeah. yeah. I had, well, okay, get ready, because you may have had all these wannabe guitarists in your house. I had, uh, um, in my house, which was the whole school, because it was a public school, there was no houses, uh, we had this, like, it was all lip syncing. That was like a talent. Oh, dear. Like, they'd play it, and then they'd just stand up there and lip sync, but then occasionally you'd get someone who wouldn't lip sync, but they never sang. There was very little actual good singing but some people would do these weird fucking routines, and one of them, this dude would play a little bit of music, and then he'd do like karate. 
like he was like authentic, I guess, karate. Like he would he would stand up there in his robe and like he had his belt and he was like he would just kind of kick the ground and and like punch the air in front of him, but kind of to music. But the one thing I, I remember so much that was so odd that I don't know what it is, is he would always I'm getting the giggles just thinking about it because it gave me so much joy as a child. He did it every year. He would like every time he did like a big punch or a big kick, he would go oots. Oots. <laughs> I don't know what that the fuck that is. <laughs> to this day, I don't know what oots is, but he would say it with such conviction. That's unusual. <laughs> it was very. I was like, at the time, I was like, oh, that must be a Japanese thing. That <laughs> must be an authentic. Like, he would kick in the air and he'd go oots. And, and he would love it. Yeah, that's he, strange. He, and, and no one ever went up to him and was like, hey, dude, what's with oots? What's with the oots? <laughs> well, no one ever asked about it. Yeah, yeah, that's, I know, but that, that's why that that's why I spent my afternoon show. doing was watching this. It was like two and a half hours the whole thing. Didn't watch all of it, but I skipped towards the end. And the uh, the teachers get up and do one too. Oh, they, no. they created their own band and they got like their fucking ties tied around their head like Rambo. What? Why? Because it makes them cool. You know that that shows that hey, we're letting loose a little bit less. Oh, we're gonna do no. our cover of fucking Roxanne. And, oh fuck! And they did a song and, about hookers, by the way. They did, um, they did Sweet Caroline as well, oh, and it God. cuts to the audience. They got them to do the, you know, the shout out, you know, the the sing along bit because that, that's what da, that song's da, for, right? Da, yeah, da, yeah. So good, so yeah. And uh, yeah, you see all the fucking banter lads jumping up, <laughs> fucking loving it. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> yeah, man, that's exactly what it was. Again, it's it's kind of it's like the Hollywood vampires. It's pointless me talking about it. You kind of yeah. have to do it for yourself just to know how much. But like, imagine being in that school. Yeah. If England had guns, then you would have shot everyone. <laughs> someone and yourself, Sarge. You know, like oh god, absolutely. But you kind of understand it when you look around and you see that that's that's it. You know, like that's the quality that you're. Not only the quality that you put out, but it's the quality that's being presented to you. To, oh, look how awesome our teachers are. They're doing a fucking really bad cover of Sweet Caroline. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds like I'm just bitching and moaning here, but I spent six years there and I really, really do understand it. The, 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 there's that Oscar Wilde quote. I, I think he was asked, why, there's, you know, why is America so violent? And he said something to the effect of, oh, it's because they have such horrible wallpaper. Uh-huh. And yeah, at first it sounds like a kind of, pithy you know witticism or whatever but when you really think about it yeah that's true if you're surrounded by something that's just so oppressively grim and yeah the, the worse that you're the worse your environment is and the, the less value you place on it the more likely you are to act out against it and that's oh, exactly what i think about that school a <laughs> low level that, yeah looking at that fucking concert really reminded me like i felt that same anger that i had when i was like 14 or 15 watching it and being like fuck it's a it's a low level quotidian shittiness. You know what I mean? Just like it's just uh, there, and you know it's always there. Well, they were doing that's, that's public school. Yeah, and they were doing yeah. like fucking Paolo Nutini songs yeah. and um, what's the other one? Bastille, dude. You, you know, just like the most. It just everything about it fucking bothered me, dude. I was I was listening to them. I think two people in the same year. You want to talk about nobody paying attention? Two people in the same talent show in the same year got up there and lip synced fucking I'm blue Baba Dee Da or whatever. Oh, the see, fuck. So I wouldn't mind that so much. Although 
<laughs> I mean, there's a almost Lynchian surrealism to that. I, I remember that song when it came. I didn't know it was a thing over here. Um, yeah. Oh, that, you didn't know "I'm Blue" was a thing over here? Shit. No, dude. I figured. I mean, I figured it was one of those shitty things that <laughs> never, <laughs> seems never to left pu- the, purely exists in the English concert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. Um, but I remember that song being played constantly, and Eiffel yeah, after 65. a while, Eiffel 65, yeah, and after a while, it, it is almost like respectable because it's <laughs> it's, it's so, so fucking inane and <laughs> yeah. what the fuck are the words to it? It's like uh, he has a blue house and yeah. he has a blue car, something like that. You couldn't dream There's, up a stupider fucking song. No, it's really stupid, and I think when yeah. it came out, I was. Uh, under 10 anyway and um i think the metaphor was kind of lost on me you know blue meaning sadness or whatever so he said at one point i've got a girlfriend and she's always blue yeah and i'm just picturing them with this like fucking genie type girlfriend (laughs) what's going on (laughs) i guess i didn't even i think I think it maybe has occurred to me in my life once that the blue thing is about depression, but then after hearing the song, I'm like, this is... No, I don't think it's actually about depression. So fucking inane. <laughs> I don't think you like... can give it that much credit. Yeah, oh, yeah this is a song about either. depression. Song is... I'm blue, I'm a Yeah, really. Yeah. I... I... It's it's a British song, isn't it? I don't know. I, I figured it was like one of those weird Euro trash songs that yeah. occasionally get exposed to. <laughs> can we play that? Can we pull that up real quick? No. Okay, <laughs> that's a good idea. I don't have the, don't have the copyright. You, you, yeah, that's true. We can't get the that's licensing excuse, fee anyway. for I'm yeah. Blue Babadidabadai. Fuck, dude. And then, do you remember the strange... De- I don't know if this happened where you lived, but where I lived, there was a strange debate over whether the lyrics were I'm Blue... If that were me, I would die. If that were me, I was di- I would die. Which it clearly isn't. If you if I was green, I would die. Was, was one of green, them. I would die. See, but that's leaning more into like the basic color symbology, like like green being jealousy, blue being depression, or what do you mean? Green could be nausea. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I kind of confused. It's a layered song. People- <laughs> There's a lot going on in there, actually. Now Quite that I possibly. think about it, you never know. With Eiffel else. 65, dude. Right. Fuck. It was them and like Aqua. Do you remember Aqua? Oh sure, they Barbie Girl. Yeah, Barbie Girl was one, but uh, Doctor Jones was the one that really resonated with me. Which one is the one that's basically me. about Indiana Jones about about some girl like having a crush on Indiana Jones? Shit, that yeah, they had one cor- called. It's got a fucking banger of a chorus. Though. They had one called "Sex on the Beach." I remember. Well, what's the chorus yeah. to Doctor Jones though? <laughs> it just goes, "I e i u i e i e i e u." There's no words over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking music is so fucking stupid. Like, I can't believe that we listen to that. Like not only that, that was like charting. Yeah. That was charting pretty high. I mean, yeah. look at music now, and it's probably equally bad in various different ways. No, but it, I mean, of course. Like, what was the other one? Did Did you ever get the? What were they called? They did that witch doctor song. Do you remember them? 
I don't think that was any particular group. I think that's like a folk song. It's been sung the, by this many version, generations. If that's so, about like fucking, I told the witch doctor I was yeah. in love with you. So look, that bit might be, uh, yeah. <laughs> that bit might be folk. Yeah, that's, that's but classic. I don't think ooh ee ooh ah ah ting tang walla walla. No, one hundred percent yes. Really? Yeah, and that song's from like the fifties. I think there was like a remix of it though in like the nineties. I definitely remember. I, like I remember the electronic version. Yeah, I think they were dressed like bananas. Was it? It wasn't bananas and pajamas. How the fuck was, was everyone getting away with this? I don't know. Like, the, uh, what's the other one? Hot, uh, not hot ship. Um, hot action cop. Hot action cop. Also good. No, uh, the ones who did sweet light chocolate. Remember that? Oh, no, I don't know that one. Uh, maybe that was just an English one. <laughs> it was your friend's band. Yeah. Oh, mate. You won't believe it. We're only sweet like chocolate. <laughs> sweet as chocolate, mate. Yeah. You won't hear about it, Sean, but guess what we did over the weekend? We recorded a house album. <laughs> did I ever talk about on the podcast how it's kind of a very dangerous fascination for me to go on Facebook or the internet or otherwise looking up those people and seeing if any of them are dead yet? <laughs> dead? Yeah, I think you have. Oh, but talk talked about, about it more. That. Wait, so I don't have that much more to say. What's about dangerous it. about it? What have you found? Well, it's just dangerous, and it can't be very good for your mental health, can it? Just <laughs> how many of, have you ever you... found any that are two. dead? Two, yeah. Jesus, wow. Yeah, two of them are dead. That's pretty crazy. Two of them are dead. Mo- a lot of them are bald. Um, yeah, most of them voted Brexit. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. What else do I know? I, I enjoy the bald ones because they tended to be the ones who were always uh, the most desirable or the most popular in some way oh no their looks really have not you know they they, they're so they're from these inbred posh british families so they're all balding with big noses oh yeah yeah they look like the royal family they look like nosferatu no not quite more like uh like i say the royal family but they're my age you know they're in their late 20s and they look like fucking prince william it's kind of funny i enjoyed that that makes me happy the witch doctor (laughs) But they're also still they're still bantering memesing as far as I can tell. They're all oh, yeah. um, with the same people, like the same groups. So I don't No, I, they're all still friends? Yeah, they don't have any other friends. Dude. Like they <laughs> Oh no. This is a common thing cuz you you go to you know, you, you place so much emphasis on your high school persona. Yeah. Right? And like your high school popularity and the people you know in high school. Then you go off to different universities, different colleges. And you realize that no one there gives a fuck about what you did, you know, what you did in high school. You know, you can't go around at college being like, oh, yeah, remember the time I fucking did it because they don't know or care. And also you're with a much greater mix of people Mm. at that school. You're really with a bunch of fucking like, you know, gelee wearing fucking punces. That, that those are the families they're from, you know. They're right. from families that have these big country houses and like you know have horses, fucking uh, you know they probably never seen like an immigrant in their life, you know, but they right. complain about them anyway. And uh, then they end up at university where you know the majority of them are lower on the income level, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, especially you know they're probably those people, those popular people in high school, those jockey types, ruggerbuggers, right? They're probably getting the shit ripped out of them by normal people, but they don't realize that until right. they go there. So then, yeah, they panic and they go back to their the comfort of their of their fucking friend Aldo from, um, or you know, it would be that would be a common thing. Yeah. If you were called Lawrence or something like that, you'd call yourself Lorenzo, 
you know, uh-huh, uh-huh, because yeah. it's it's because it, it's pants. Funny, yeah, yeah it's pants. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's pants. <laughs> it's pants. Yeah. It was, oh, Lorenzo, mate, you won't hear about it, but I only got my four hundred one k approved. They're all right. fucking old, still trying to do it. <laughs> no, I only I, negotiated I saw, um, four rays and didn't get it. <laughs> I saw one of them had gotten married, right? And yeah. his wedding party uh, seemed to be entirely those people. And oh, at his wedding party, he's doing the fuck. There's a video on one of their Facebooks. <laughs> and he, the he's leading okay. them all in the zombie nation dance. <laughs> Shut the fuck Shut your fucking mouth. Is that true? Yeah, they're all jumping up and down going, da, 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 da. and he's like standing up there. His wife is just like in the corner. <laughs> Tying a noose. <laughs> yeah, but da, clearly not being, da, <laughs> not involved, you know? How does it fucking yeah. go? It wasn't just, it, there was one with the zombie nation. There was another one with... Um, you know, everybody dance now. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna kill myself. Because that that That's went back so to fucking depressing. That went back to my school days. Oh my god, it's what you do. Like when the teacher left the room, one of them would go, "Everybody dance now," and everyone else would go, "Unch, unch, 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 unch." Yeah. I don't know if I get canceled for saying this, but you were surrounded by a bunch of fucking. Nah, I'm not gonna say it, but, but yeah, we all know what you mean. Yeah, but that's <laughs> a bunch of the teacher. I'm sorry, what? The teacher would leave the room, and someone would say, "Everybody, yeah." Look, that in and of itself isn't so. Look, bad, I'm not a good you, co-host today. I'm just laughing at everything. But it's when you That's when so you funny. know them, like when when you'd been around and you knew just how relentless that fucking boring shit was. Yeah. Fuck. That's got to be. I mean, how you're still alive today, I don't know. Because I would have probably killed myself. Or I would have joined it. I would have. I would have uh, been. Just pressure. I would have been the one. <laughs> hey, guys. Everybody dance now. <laughs> I'm blue. No, I, you see, I don't think you would have gotten away with it. Like, I think if you oh, weren't yeah, one the of shit them. Out of me. If you weren't yeah. one of them, then you were just seen as, you know. Yeah, I think completely expendable. So yeah. if you did something like that, they'd just be like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate, <laughs> we're only gonna follow you home after school." <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it was a miserable place to be. Uh, I, I I have dreams about going back there. Yeah, um, quite often chopping it up with them, seeing what they're all about. <sighs> no, going back to the building, like going back to the school, and sh- oh, you can look okay. up on Google Maps and you can see them walking down the high street towards the school, and they're fucking like little tweed jackets dude i've been wanting to get a passport and never left the country i've been realizing that it's honestly not that expensive to do so depends where you go but yeah yeah i'm telling you dude you and i we're gonna go back to england oh my god we're gonna bring the zoom <laughs> we're gonna do poor quality podcast over the pond of across addition the pond, yeah. across the pond ed- over the pond <laughs> we're gonna do across the pond edition and we're gonna meet yeah. all your old buddies we're gonna do like a you know these shitty npr podcasts that are really popular right now where it's always some quasi investigative journalism but it's really just a long-form interview right and they're like we're gonna really look into richard simmons we're gonna really look into dolly parton we're gonna uncover the mystery here that's going to be us, but with your dumbass friends from your private school life. 
Well, you know, I wasn't. Um, I don't. Yeah. I, I'm not in contact with any of them. There wasn't a single person from there that I uh, that I stayed in contact with because I left in a kind of huff. I, I I didn't just not go back. I uh, I basically stormed out. Like one decide one day, I just decided I wasn't going to go. Mm-hmm. I got on the train. I went to school on the train, and one day I was on the train and just kept going. I just didn't mm-hmm. get off. Didn't go to school, and. Uh, yeah, like I kind of, I think they called my parents. My parents called me and they said, well, you should go back and explain what's going on here. They knew I was like on my way out. And I went and talked to the guy and he was just like, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to get into all of that, but doing that, you're like persona non grata forever. Mm-hmm. You can't, I think even now, if I were to walk back, you know, <laughs> walk back in there, I think they might be like, well, you left us once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs>
try to get to my taxi The man in the tracksuit attacked me He said that he saw it before me And wants to get things a bit gory Go scramble around with no clothes on To borrow a pound for a condom If he wasn't for chips that they'd be frozen They're not very sensible Town is quite scary and not very sensible. Love. 